welcome back to Grid Iron Gamble, the only podcast that puts its money where its mouth is. I'm your host, Rich Ryan, and I'm joined by my fellow members of the collective, the disciple, Brett Colson, and Donnie D.P. Peters. The resident moose himself, Mo Nuara, might be joining us from Prague shortly. No, he was not in a castle. He was actually working this time, but he might escape from work for a couple minutes to give us some fiery hot takes before returning to his office in uh, his temporary office, I should say, in the wonderful Czech Republic. Uh, we are 36, 30, and 4 in the Las Vegas Super Contest, plummeting us to tied for 391st. Still only four points. Out of cashing, but a 1-3-1 and one. week 14 did not do us any favors. Man, I hate the New York Jets. Brett, DP, how we doing? I hate the 49ers. Uh, I mean, why are the Jets trying there? Down two touchdowns? Cross country? Well, neither team should be trying. Yeah, very true. Well, the Niners they should definitely not be trying. Niners tackling. Just pull up the 49ers just a random running play. If you go to the NFL video archive, whatever NFL.com, just pull up like a run against the Niners this year and watch the tackling. These guys, it's unbelievable. They tackle at a pop Warner level. I mean, they have to be, they have to be throwing these games. It's horrendous. Yeah. And Bilal Powell looking like Marshawn out yeah, there. What in the world? That, I mean, Bilal Powell's not a good, he's a Hammenegger, right? He does his job. He hits the hole. He's a nice little player. He'll be a lifelong backup running back in the NFL. But yeah, he looked like Gale Sayers <laughs> against the Niners. So we're still on the hunt. Not too enthusiastic, though. But hey, all you, all you can do is uh, is get up and try. We do have, there's a like a stretch run contest in the Super Contest, but basically only one person gets paid. So we need to, if we, if we go 15-0, maybe we'll, over the next three weeks, maybe we'll share some sort of prize with uh, some other adult. Uh... One game last night, Donnie was the lone wolf on the massive favorite, and Joe Public cashes again because Jimmy Graham had a foot out of bounds during that pseudo non-interception, so congratulations to DP. However, DP is the only member of the collective who is under 500 when picking every single game. Brett, a nose over 500, he's picking at 50.73%, but DP, you're at 4928 What's going on, bud? Just can't catch a break, man. What do you want me to say? <laughs> uh, you are leading us, though, at a stout 37, 29, and 4. Uh, that number is a full point ahead of the collective. So you are better than the collective in your top five, though. Figures. <laughs> I'm just fucking holding this shit together. Yeah, something like that. Every week, the first thing we do is we look at each member of the top five, uh, the collective's number one pick, and then we yell at each other if we have differences or we agree. This week, I'm going to start with our clubhouse leader in Donnie. DP, you are taking, I need to drum roll myself here as I pull it up. Uh, you've got a home dog, one of the three or four home dogs that you picked, three home dogs you picked. Zeke? There are, <laughs> and there he is, the resident moose himself, Mo Nuara. Uh, Mo, how much time you got for the people? Uh, we got like 
20 minutes, I'd say. All right, so uh, I'm going to start with Donnie then. Uh, DP, what's your number one pick? Home dog, give it to us. My favorite team, the San Diego Superchargers, <laughs> plus three versus the Oakland Raiders. The Chargers are at home. Now, a lot of this week, I feel like, uh, first of all, I hated. Uh, second of all, I had to factor in, you know, kind of what teams needed things and what teams didn't need things, that sort of crap. Uh, and while I would say that the Chargers don't really need this because they're pretty much out of it, they could back into a playoff spot, which I don't think that they will do. Philip Rivers shows up to play every single weekend because that guy has no quitting him for whatever goddamn reason. Uh, he's not going to want to win this game more than than anyone else, uh, I think, this week. Um, you know, he, it's just against a, a bit of a rival in, in the Raiders. And, and I just, uh, the Raiders have been exposed on defense, man. And, and the San Diego offense, despite the fact that they won't have Melvin Gordon, you know, I think that they'll be all right, specifically, like I said, with Rivers throwing the ball all over the field. I like the Chargers to win here, and I like the Chargers to win outright. Who is this guy, this, and what did he do with yeah, Donnie? This is such a sharp pick from Donnie. This is the, the biggest Raiders supporter and the biggest Chargers hater taking the bolts uh, guys it. guys i tell you this all the time you got it you got to have a nice blend of sharp and square you know you got to be a square but with rounded edges it's like a three you know I mean? it's like a three cheese pizza you can't have too much of that sharp cheddar no, f- first of all fuck a three cheese pizza <laughs> just cheese and pepperoni all the way okay <laughs> i don't know what this three cheese crap is not only is san diego a consensus pick but everybody's got it in their top five so because everybody's smart. <laughs> Thank you for singing that. I uh, love the Chargers. Yeah, 80% piling on the Raiders. You love the Chargers, Mo? Mr. Mr. Square Raiders himself? Man, I capped this as a pick. Uh, I can't believe the Chargers are plus three here. Uh, any of my top three could have been, honestly, my top play. So this is in my very highest tier. Uh, so, yeah. Love I, the I capped it as a pick too, Mo. Wow. wow. Stars are aligning. This podcast is bizarre. Let's keep it in your top three, specifically your top one, Mo, and give us another dog. This one's on the road. Two birds going at it in this matchup. Which bird do you prefer, Mo? Uh, I'll, you know, this is one of those picks where just every week I have this team, and every week they just shit right on my skull. But... uh <laughs> I got the Eagles again. I mean, I can't make an ounce of sense out of this line. How in the world is Baltimore minus, what is it? Is it five and a half in the contest? Five and a half. Six now. Yeah. But yeah, this line is insanity. Uh, I capped this at Ravens minus three and a half. I don't think they're that much better than the Eagles. Um and the Ravens are on a short week. And this team, man, they got a good defense, but they're pretty much trash when Jimmy Smith doesn't play. And he got hurt, and I don't think he's practiced yet. And, uh, man, these guys just get shredded. They got shredded by mediocre Brady with Jimmy Smith out. And Whoa, 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 whoa. We all saw what they did to us that one week when Odell murdered our pick. But uh, that should have been oh, that was a moose you know if jimmy smith played that game we would have covered and not only jimmy smith has uh, been dnp following that ankle injury that sidelined him for the final three quarters in monday night football but gerard powers left 
the start of the fourth quarter with a concussion. Actually, the very next play was the Hogan play uh, without the number one and number two cornerbacks in the Ravens secondary. Great recognition, obviously, by Brady to go right at them. It's one of what five, six chunk plays that the Patriots have made all season. Uh, and Powers is, of course, in the concussion protocol. So it could be without Smith and Powers on Sunday. The Eagles also a consensus pick, uh, but nobody has them lower. Nobody has them in the top five. Uh, Brett and I have them towards the middle of the pack. Donnie, the lowest on them in his lower tier. What are you thinking here, DP? First of all, you can't be throwing shade on the Patriots as the host of the podcast without giving us a chance to rebut. That is just a shady-ass move, okay? I'm just Stop thinking facts. Stop I'll, doing that, okay? Stop my, it. My entire- I'm not going to cut you off mid-spiel <laughs> you know, spiel because I know that you're hosting, and you do it all the time. It's killing me. Those are all facts. Just Hashtag just facts. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, like Mo, I capped this game not anywhere near the line. Uh, I capped it as Ravens minus three. I just have it so low because I just can't. I kept. I had it higher. I initially was in my top tier, and as I kept putting other games into the card, I was just like, I just can't trust this Eagles team. I, I just. I feel like they, whatever they do when they get the ball, like like maybe their coach puts Vaseline all over it because I've never seen a team that just wants to give it up so much all the time. And, and I'm just as as good as Carson Wentz looked in the first three or four games of the season. It's just been a steady decline since then. Um, and, and I'm just not I'm not high on them at all. I don't trust them against the Ravens. I, I do expect the Ravens to bounce back uh, after last week's game against the Patriots. Um, you know, not that uh, they could bounce back and, you know, just blow out the Eagles, but I, I'd expect them to play a bit better. Um, and I'm, I just I don't know. I kind of just want to stay away from this game. But I do like the side of the Eagles here. I mean, here's the thing about bouncing back. Have the Ravens scored that many points in a game prior to the Dolphins game? <laughs> like, yeah, hey, hey, Dolphins, your team sucks, okay? <laughs> you gave up 38 points to that that pathetic offense that is the Ravens. And Joe Flacco, all he does is throw check down passes. That, it, that's, it's a joke that you guys let up 38 points. See, when I throw shade, I do so... Uh, statistically and with eloquency and here comes dp storming in yeah the the 23 points that the ravens scored against new england uh they had only topped that number twice previously once of course in that route of the dolphins and then against uh a just as bad defense maybe woke defense the this is the week oakland raiders they scored 27 points against so i'm not expecting the ravens to sniff 30 sniff 20 <laughs> i mean listen i just want to say one thing if, if i see cyrus freaking jones on the field this week for new england i'm going to throw things through the window of my apartment <laughs> well let's talk like i should not be anywhere near the goddamn field bill belichick well let's talk new england and denver because both brett and i have the denver broncos plus three and a half as our number one selections what a great side i mean we've seen this before we saw Broncos plus three at home, Brock Osweiler, straight up win. We saw Broncos plus three at home in the playoffs, corpse of Peyton Manning, straight up win. And these Patriots teams are nowhere near as good as the team last year, especially on defense. Do we have a good quarterback? No, but we already won outright with Brock Osweiler and corpse of Peyton Manning. Not worried about the offense, especially with a mediocre Patriots defense. No way the Pats would be minus nine and a half at home against this Broncos defense, which ranks number one in DVOA, 
number one against the pass. Patriots enter this game with the easiest schedule to date per football outsiders. They keep stomping on bad teams. Uh, This is not a bad team. Broncos win outright. Brett, anything to add? Uh, I was about seven points off capiness. I actually had to redo my card because I guess subconsciously I wrote down Denver minus three and a half when I was transferring all the Westgate lines over to my Excel sheet. I had the I had the Broncos minus three and a half as my last pick on the card, and then I saw that I had it backwards. Yeah, obviously uh, Denver, my top pick here. Like you said, this is so similar to last year. New England went into Denver as field goal favorites. Everyone on the pads piling on except us, and the Broncos got that overtime win. And that was with Gronk. And now you got 84% of the public on the Pats in this game. I think these two teams are close to even. I would cap this as a pick on a neutral field. So give me the points with the home team and that best pass defense in the NFL. It's okay. They got Michael Floyd now. Direct replacement. <laughs> the hell with Michael Floyd. If one more person tells me that Michael Floyd is exactly what the Patriots need, I'm going to kill myself. Everybody had this game in their top five Including me. Except Donnie had the other side. I mean, what are you doing? Honestly. Is this a leverage play? Hold no, on. What? No, this is a Dante Scarnecchia play, okay? So you guys can go F yourselves with those stats from last year with Peyton Manning and Brock Osler or whatever. The reason that the Broncos won those games is because the Patriots' offensive line was horrible. Dante Scarnecchia is back. He's working his magic. I, I, I love the Pats here. That They're going to win this game. They're going to win this game fairly easily and be back in the conversation as the heavy, heavy, heavy favorite to win the Super Bowl. Book it. How many pizzas? Yeah, literally, well, I'll, I'll bet. Mo, a- I, Mo, I don't bet any pizzas with you, okay? So you're going to need to have to go through a proxy if you want to <laughs> bet pizzas against me, okay? Because all you do is take advantage pizzas. of people. Yeah, every pizza, an entire Papa John's franchise. <laughs> but to the other schlubs over there, it's wide open. I mean, how can you honestly... Not only select the Patriots here, but put them in your top five. I don't understand. That's a that. joke. This is so bad. This, this team... is not a leverage play. This is me legitimately thinking the Patriots are going to easily cover this game. You understand yes. this team was literally like built to beat this Patriots team. That's fine. Like if you That's... made a team to beat this Patriots team, you would just make this Broncos. I can't wait team. to watch Dante Skarnecchia, uh pass block Von Miller on Sunday. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Donnie's giving us Dante Skarnecchia is is the reason the Patriots are gonna win here. Yeah, really? he's, he's gonna he's gonna single single handedly one on one just block Von Miller. And, and I don't you can't deny what Dante Skarnecchia has done for this team if you watch football with your eyes. I mean, are you guys really gonna say that? I know you guys are sharp. I mean, come on, Dante Skarnecchia was away for two years. The offensive line sucked and Brady got killed every single game and then he comes back and now Brady's untouched again yeah he's done and, an the, ex- and the running game looks good Dante Skarnecchia has the offensive line looking making LeGarrette Blunt look like a legitimate running back in the NFL and that guy sucks yeah, okay y- you know why he, they've looked legitimate and the pass pro has been better because they're playing against the Browns and the Niners and the Jets and the Dolphins and all these shitbag teams. What happened on Monday night? How much pressure did the Ravens get on Brady? The, Jet, the Jets, who you repeatedly say have a great uh, front four. The Bills, who have a, uh, they play them twice. They have a good, uh, you know, front seven. Stop. The I mean, Bills what, defense is awful. Yeah, the Bills defense is their worst side. The the Patriots have looked better. We need to because, roll back the tape because I, I distinctly remember you guys saying many times that the Bills are going to get after Brady. No. And you say it all the time, and now you're just going to change because you want to take the other side. I don't, if you can pull the time code, 
I'll, I'll listen to it, but <laughs> the Bills' defense has been Everyone a scores 30 on the Bills yeah. every week, and the Jets' D-line stops the run. Hey, hun, hey, thank you, Mo. The Patriots haven't played anybody. And when they do, guys just fall down and get hurt. That's not their fault. They also played the number one defense last week, and they put yeah. one pretty easily. And Patriots they, juju, man. They run good, <laughs> but uh, can't continue forever. Yeah. So to recap... Brett and I have the Broncos as our top pick. Donnie's got the Chargers. Moe's got the Eagles. Both the Eagles and the Chargers are consensus picks. We'll head over to the Lone Wolves next, but first got to talk to about talk to you guys about fantasysupercontest.com. Max Sports Inc. remains the leader in the Super Contest despite going 2-2 and 1 against the spread. Last week, 260 contestants went 2-2-1 and one during week 14. Uh, Mr. Sports was also on the Ravens, as we were, and got covers from the Dolphins, Jesus, and the Bucks, who we faded because of popularity reasons. So, good job, us. Uh, looks to be a decent favorite although he, he only holds he or she only holds a small edge over orange crush at 46 should be a tight race if you guys want to follow the conclusion of the super contest head over to fantasy that's fantasy supercontest.com we'll start with mo while we got him uh and mainly because only dp and mo have lone wolves. Brett and I have the exact same card. Obviously, the order is a little different, but uh, we picked every single side the same. I need to see that because yeah. I don't believe it. <laughs> I need to see that because that sounds fishy. Uh, Mo, we'll start with a team that's in your top five. Your number two pick, lone wolf selection, your favorite player. In the history of professional Wait, football. What? Number one. Scam himself. Talk to us. Why do you love the Panthers so much? What? Hold on. Hold on. You guys have the Redskins? Yeah, Redskins. Well, I don't understand why you're laughing. Redskins. How do you not love the Panthers here? What? You Isn't tell us. Is playing this week? Sure. Until I think he, he's playing. Sure, until he goes night-night again. Tell us. So, tell- he's, so he's playing. Their defense is complete trash without him and reasonable with him. Yeah, he's playing. Um, And then we got... What? You're telling me the Redskins? The Washington Redskins would be favored on the road against Carolina? Absolutely not. This line should be four. Redskins are a little better than the Panthers, yes. They're not like hugely better than the Panthers. Um, the Panthers can really run the ball. The Redskins can't stop the run. And yeah, let's just—I mean, scam. I mean, what these guys are stopping scam? There's no way. There's no way they came out last week and absolutely piled it on the Chargers, which tells me that scam and the rest of this. Panthers offense is still serious still going to be playing hard even though they are out of it so 
I don't see any way they should be this big of dogs to the Redskins. I I was pretty surprised by this line. Uh, so yeah, give me give me scam plus six and a half all day with uh Monday night at Loom here. The racial slurs are four and two against the spread at home. Their only two non covers came against Pittsburgh and Dallas, who are very far and away in the elite class in the NFL. They're just a different team at home. I love the offense. I love the spot against a mediocre Panthers defense, even with Keekley in there. I don't know how much he's going to improve the secondary. This has been my argument all season and why Carolina is just not good. You can't just depend on your front seven, especially a team like Washington that's going to spread it out and throw the ball. They're not going to play to Keekley's strength. They're not going to run it up the middle. Uh, Brett, why are they letting Keekley play? Yeah, that makes no sense either. Because Riverboat Ron doesn't have a friggin' brain. Bonuses? I don't know. I have no idea. Keek, I mean, Keekley looks like he wants to play, but football of players course. aren't smart. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, looking across the board here, uh, let's see who had this the highest. Brett had Washington right near the middle, but in the lower tier. Uh, and Donnie and I had them right in the middle. So, nobody too high on Washington. Does anybody want to make a big case for them? I don't know. I just feel like the Panthers came out. They played great at home. They smashed the Chargers last week. And that's it. They'll pack it in and get ready for vacation. Panthers are terrible on the road. 35 points per game allowed on the road this year. There you go. Panthers Cos- are just so Cos- bad. Scam yeah, Cos- Newton is a scumbag. And that guy doesn't show up for games. Straight up scumbag doesn't show up for games. Cam Newton is is the guy who who he has all the talent in the world and could be absolutely unbelievable as a player, which he was last year, winning the MVP and getting to the Super Bowl. But go on, the fire takes are flowing. What's my other lone wolf? Let's go. But the work the work ethic is. is How do you know? How do you know the work ethic? Are you in the building? Do you watch this guy? Do you watch him at four in the morning when he gets up? Scam worries more about uh, the the touchdown celebration than he does actually scoring the touchdown. That guy is an idiot. Okay, Okay, get him off the. He's such a moron. Yeah, you know you know his workout routine. You know you know what time he gets up. All his passes, ninety eight percent of his passes, he just throws off his back foot. Why? Because he's just this big athletic freak that can do everything better than everyone else. Because he's so talented. If he actually cared and put it in the work ethic. As much as you're going to hate that I'm going to say this, if you gave him the drive that Tom Brady had, oh, he would be go. the greatest quarterback ever. There the it is. greatest. There it is. The drive. Because- if he had if he had half the care in the world as Luke Keekley did for football, that guy would be ungodly. Like, it'd be unbelievable out there. He'd also be eating uh, applesauce for the rest of his life after... Yeah, well, he almost ate applesauce the, the other week against the, the Falcons, but he was worried about, you know, just, just tiptoeing into the end zone and doing his little Superman dance. No, get in the end zone, you idiot. <laughs> like, that guy is so stupid. He's worried more about what fucking hats he wears after the game. That's right. Like, That's come on, right. man. That's right. There it is. Right, you're the other lone wolf. You're the lone wolf. Is Indy plus four and a half at Minnesota. Indy plus four and a half. I don't have too strong of a feeling on this one. It just kind of feels like uh, I mean, it was, Indy should be able to keep this reasonable. And it's what did I cap this at? I I, I think I, I had this only a little a little off. Like I mean, you only have this two off your card, so you guys sell me a little bit more. Yeah, I, I cap Vikes at minus three and a half. So I mean, I do think they should be over a field goal here. 
this one also is maybe on its way down. It's down to four. Um, I don't know. I just trust Luck. He's one of those QBs that I do trust against a good defense like the Vikings. And uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess I guess I did forget, though. Isn't, is not is Adrian Peterson coming back this week? He is practicing. I don't know if he's going to play. Yeah, do we care? It could be that big, I guess. So, yeah, I don't Stop. know. Stop. The only thing Adrian Peterson is going to do is Here, give public perception. Still out, though. I mean, would you take Corpse of Adrian Peterson or Matt Asiata? Honestly, it's close. Oh, look, at, look at Peterson's oh, yards per carry over the last six games is like one and a half. All right, and the offensive line is a disaster. Yeah, well, Asiata is averaging more than one and a half yards per carry behind that line. Peterson's not good anymore. Just retired. Adrian was also getting 30 carries where Asiata gets five. So it's it's a lot easier to have sh- short-term variance when you're only getting the ball that many times as opposed to getting pounded because you've got Teddy Bridgewater and no verticality in your game whatsoever. Uh, I, I was on the fence about this game. I didn't have a, a lean either way. And then I checked the injury report and T.Y. Hilton popped up yesterday as a DNP. Uh, he was a full participant in practice on Wednesday and then a DNP back yesterday. So that was concerning. Nah, same thing as last week. He did the same thing last week. And he uh, scored up last week. Okay. See, I don't know these these random... They, they usually just put DN, DNP non-injury. Why, why do they make up these I mean, he injuries? does. He has a back ailment, but they mm. sat him out of practice, I think, Thursday and Friday last week, too. Interesting. Uh, Oops, I accidentally closed the thing. But uh, I think I got to go anyway. Okay. But uh, I just want to... I mean, I'm recording. You don't have to record yourself. What's up? I'm recording the whole thing, so you don't have to record yourself. No, I was just going to say, I just wanted to be on the record uh, for the people that, uh, you know, Donnie just goes out, gets hammered, and just uh, abandons them. And... uh, I can just run sprinting through the city in the middle of my workday to provide provide my uh, value to the people. So we I'm here for you. Real quick, you. Real, real quick, but before you go, I want to talk about a game that was split down the middle that did not make the card and intrigues me a lot, Mo. Uh, give me your take on Bucks-Cowboys. Bucks-Cowboys, man. I, I, I didn't know what to do with that one. I did think the Cowboys should be minus six, but it's moving the other way. So, um, yeah, I don't know. The Tampa's pass defense has impressed me more than their run defense. So I'm a little worried about them against Zeke. Yeah, 66, 66%. That said, they come out and just do the damn thing every week. It's so, so bizarre. 66% on Tampa, and the line moves the other direction. <laughs> their value could not be higher, right? Yeah. I kind of love the Cowboys in the spot. I don't love it. This is kind of in my coin flip range, but yeah, I, I'm leaning Cowboys. And the line did move on Pinnacle to seven, which is obviously key. So yeah, I love it. What do you love? The Bucks. Why? 
Because the six and a half is way too much here. Come on. This Tampa defense is going to make Dak look look like an idiot out there. This is the game, guys, by the way. This is the game that Dak is going to really get thrown under the bus, and Jerry Jones is likely going to go back to Tony Romo because Dak can't handle it. Stop. This is the game. Man, this takes, is when it happens, and Jerry's going to screw it all. I'm not saying that he should. I'm just saying Dak's going to have a bad game or a very subpar game, get and Jerry Jones is going to make the call because Jerry Jones does stupid things and sticks his nose in places where he doesn't need to be. You're making my fucking brain melt with these takes. All right, these takes. I'm out of here. <laughs> you guys let me know what happens. You guys let nothing. me know if Donnie ruins us. I mean, he already did with that Patriots pick. There's nothing I would like to see more than to Romo to come in next week and just lead this team to a title. That would be amazing, but that's never going to happen. They're going to stick with Dak the rest of the season. All right, Mo, David Zanya, or whatever they're saying in Prague. Yeah, but what, if, what, if, what if Dak throws... Two interceptions. I mean, they're at the point of no return, in my opinion. See, you think that, but you gotta you gotta think like Jerry Jones. Uh, please no. That guy never. is insane. I would never want to think that way. That guy is so. That's what I mean. That guy's crazy. He will pull the plug. All right. Speaking of pulling the plug, you did so on the collective with that Patriots pick. Uh, so let's talk about your other. I saved you guys. Yeah, saving us. Lone wolves. You've got the Lions plus four over the Giants in the middle of the pack. And uh, you laid the 13.5 with the Falcons and put it at the bottom. Nobody nobody had a strong lean on the Niners. Uh, well, I guess Brett was the strongest having them right outside his top five. Uh, God damn it. But <laughs> I can't help my. I had them in the top five originally. I had to bump them down because I can't put them in the top five again. <laughs> you just but couldn't I, do it. I keep doing it. every. I can't help myself. Every week I rank the team high. Uh, but uh, we were more high over across the board. On the Giants. What are you seeing in uh, Detroit here, Donnie? That the Giants suck. I think the Giants... I don't think the Giants are good. I think the, the Lions are going to give them a very, very, very good game. I view these teams as as very similar, and I give the slight nod uh, to the Lions uh, just because I think that they are uh, more mistake-free than the, the Giants are. I think that Eli is just prone to just screw things up at a colossal level. And this is not me talking from a Patriots fan. I just think that that guy is just not that good of a quarterback when things get moving fast at a game speed. That D though. Um, huh? That defense though. That yeah. defense has been playing better. Uh, you know, that, that is, I did have this, this higher and I started to drop it down because I, I remember the moment I thought, I thought of like rich talking about the giants defense in week one. Yeah, and I was like, man, he was he was right about that. Like he was right about the Giants defense playing well. Which is they are. They are playing well. But, you know, for as good as they play, you know, Eli goes and screws it up all the damn time for them. I would be so pissed if I was on the defense and I had to keep going back out there because Eli's just a constant moron with the ball. Yeah. I think Matt Stafford is playing a lot, a lot better this year. You know, it's uh, I quietly think he should be in the conversation for MVP. And I don't think that a lot of people think that. Jesus, these takes. Uh, Stop with the takes. I don't need your takes. I'm just saying. he's Matt Stafford's playing great. Matt Stafford's playing great without uh, Megatron, which is interesting. Which either has to do, it, it's either, I don't know if that's an indictment on him, that when Megatron was there, all he did was throw the ball to Megatron, or the fact that the coaching staff was like, just throw it to Megatron. I don't know it's, where it's it is. Jim Bob. Jim Bob. Give Jim Bob MVP. Well, if we could give coaches MVP, we would give coaches MVP. I mean, just give it to the then Cowboys. Then it would go to Bill Belichick every year. I mean, but, just give it to the know. Cowboys O-line and be done with it. I don't know why well, well, yeah, why it's course. so hard. Well, that is very true. I, I don't understand why. 
people can't see that either. <laughs> we already agree we're giving it to Travis Frederick. Yeah, Travis MVP. Frederick won the MVP weeks ago. So, so yeah, I just think I think four points is too much here. This should be in my mind two and a half. And uh, the Falcons, it's your squad now. So normally, I learned from you guys that you would take the points here, but this season. See, see, listen, as a professional roulette guru, okay, what's rule number one? You don't bet against the streak, people. The streak this year is that these shitty teams are actually shitty, and they're not covering. So the streak is that the Falcons are going to cover this game, and they're going to cover it very easily. But in all honesty, when, when, I, when I see a big line like this, I, you know, normally I, I might take the points, but this year I feel like you just have to take the better team. And I just don't like the 49ers at all. I just don't think that they're good. You know, I could I could even see the 49ers getting up here 10 or 7 nothing because that's what they seem to do every single week and then they just completely piss it away. I mean, if there's a team that's tanking, it has to be the 49ers because they always start very well and then they just completely give it away. Yeah. And if, there's really no explanation for it. If the Niners start this game 10 nothing and then don't cover, there should certainly be an investigation. Yeah, the only- they, they do it all the time. It's unbelievable. The only way we're drawing live in this is if the Falcons get up like 21 nothing, Because then we get the backdoor. Right. Right. The Niners Otherwise, have perfected this, the reverse backdoor. <laughs> Whatever it is. The get up and then blow in a massive spread. I mean, I could not believe that they blew that game last week. I mean, that take, it takes skill to be able to blow that game last week against the friggin' Jets. Bryce Petty that era. Is, that's unbelievable. Bryce Petty era starts now, baby. Look out, Dolphins. I mean, come on. You can't tell me that's not a tank job. Phil Dawson missing two field goals. Get get out of here. Right. Like, there's just no way. Man. <sighs> okay, so to recap, five lone wolves this week, two for Mo. He's got the Panthers and the Colts, and Donnie's got three, the Patriots, Lions, and Falcons. Collective, very, very, very strong this week. You ready for the number of consensus picks? How about eight? That's awesome. Eight consensus picks. We talked about two of them being the Chargers and the Eagles. And one of those is the number one pick. And it's the Chargers because it's in everybody's top five. Go Bolts. Our next pick, nah, not as big a fan of, but again, a consensus pick. We're going back to the well with B.A. and the Cardinals, laying the two and a half at home against the Saints. I like the number because we're getting two and a half, and it's gone to three on Pinnacle, but the spot makes me queasy. Uh, Brett, you had this in your top five. Donnie, you had this right outside your top five. Brett, I need you uh, give me some confidence in the Cardinals here. Yeah, A, the number's great, uh, of course, uh, two and a half. Uh, Cardinals, they're, they're good at home, 3 0 1 in the last four. They beat Washington, tied Seattle. They should have beat Seattle in that game. That was a joke. Uh, and the Saints, 5 and 9 on the road over the last two seasons. They lost to the Cardinals by 12 in Arizona last year. I just think this, this Arizona offense is better than the numbers indicate. They have the best offensive weapon in football right now. I think David Johnson has a big game against a really bad linebacking core for the Saints. There's no way they can contain this guy. So I, I think B.A. is going to get Johnson more involved in the running game this week. So, uh, yeah, I like the Cardinals here. It's my number two pick. 
Donnie, what are the uh, Cardinals going to do now that their number one receiver is on New England? Yeah, I know, right? It's just it's unbelievable. I just I don't I have no idea what they're going to be able to do on offense. <laughs> but I I agree with Brett. I mean, I don't. There might not be a team that that goes up and down more week to week than the Cardinals, and they were down, very down last week. I mean, Carson Palmer played as bad as you could get. Uh, I mean, he did look like Jay Cutler out there, Rich. And they still uh, should have won. How yeah, bad yeah. are the Dolphins? My <laughs> the Dolphins yeah. are so bad. If there wasn't a monsoon, uh, we cut, we win, right? If there wasn't a monsoon, they have they just wax that team. I mean, I don't know. Like, I have to put some of that on on Bruce Arians. I mean, it, Brett alluded to David Johnson. You have the best offensive weapon, and they're just dropping back Carson Palmer, who can't hold the ball to save his life because it's a hurricane out there. And it's just like, what, are, what is he doing? Like, just run the damn ball. Miami's not going to stop you. The The defense is on ice skates out there. Like, get out of here with these fucking passes. You're killing us here. My biggest yeah. fear here is 66% of the public is on the Cardinals. Yeah, but it's like the same spot as the Bucks last week. Yeah, Saints but suck on the, the right road. side. The number's great. The number's amazing. I mean, I don't know how they don't hang three here. Yep. Yep, yep. All right. Pick number three. Oh, baby. It could be one of a few. Card-carrying members descending upon the great state of Ohio. No, not the Browns. We're not dealing with the Browns. Stop it. Uh, But they're going to Cincinnati to lay all of their gold, their commodities, their bitcoins on the Bengals plus three against the Steelers. Absolutely love this spot for Cincinnati. A chance to play spoiler at home against their bitter, bitter rivals. Uh, Brett, you had this in your top five. Mo had him right outside his top five. Uh, and Donnie and I had it two spots out of our top five. So, Donnie, you're the lowest, and you've been a Steelers supporter for most of the season. What's your trepidation here on Cincinnati? Uh, I think that the Steelers are a pretty good team. And, and, you know, for as much as I would like to say the Bengals should get up for this game uh, because they are an underdog at home against their chief rival, I think that the Steelers can equally get up for a game despite it being on the road, if that makes sense. Um, you know, I just – the Steelers are playing well, man, and they can they, – they, they travel well. But uh, I'm I'm putting a lot of stock in the fact that this is basically – the Bengals Super Bowl, beat your rival, ruin, you know, or try and ruin their chances of making the playoffs. And as three point dogs at home, I mean, that's, that's a lot, man. This, this game just feels like it's just going to be an absolute grudge match and, and a very close tight game, uh, you know, despite all the, all the high power offense that we've seen from the Steelers as of late. I like it to be a close, low scoring game. And I got to take the points there, especially with the home team. What you got here, Brett? Yeah, it's like Donnie was reading my notes there. Close, low-scoring game is what I'm expecting here with the Bengals winning outright. I just loaded up on home dogs this week because the public hates all of them, so it's a great GTO spot in the contest here too. Steelers very good late in the season. That's why I liked them last week in Buffalo, but the home dog division rivalry, that's the trend that rules all. Bengals 5-0-1 is home dogs in their last six, and the Bengals just aren't going to roll over here. They want to play spoiler. They hate this team. Uh, yeah, this is just a great spot for Cincy. I also like the fact that the Steelers have historically, at least recently, done well in Cincinnati as well. I think they've won uh, 
four out of the last five in Cincinnati the last couple of years. So you have the just bitter taste of this team always coming in and always beating you. I really liked what I saw from the Bengals the last couple of weeks. Obviously, they played a reeling Philadelphia team, took care of business. And then they played the Browns, who stink. But they took care of business. Unlike some teams in the league right now, these guys are still playing as professionals, playing hard. I think we should give some credit to Marv Lewis. I mean, no, no, no. Don't ever do that. I mean, I mean, ever. It, it, in a million years. It, it takes a special type of coach to get this kind of output from a team that lost their star receiver, lost uh, one of their st- other star weapons on offense uh, in Gio Bernard, and get this effort. So I love the Bengals. I love the spot. No chance the Bang- uh, the Steelers would be minus nine at home. 77% on the Steelers. Yeah, a loom. All the card-carrying members headed to Cincinnati. All right, pick number four. And here are the Eagles, plus the five and a half against the Ravens. Discussed this earlier. It's a, the only thing I don't like is this is just a dead number at five and a half, which makes the game weird. It's already gone to six, but again, I don't. That line movement is whatever because five and a half is such a dead number. So I just got to believe that the Ravens' offense continues to be stagnant, and the Eagles keep this somewhat close although Wentz against that defense it gives me worries well Jimmy Smith is the key here because it does not look like he's going to play and here's a crazy stat from Warren Sharp at Sharp Football this week Ravens defense number one overall in his metrics when Smith is on the field 27th when he's not on the field and this is maybe the biggest difference maker on defense in the NFL I, I don't know how PFF grades then because they have him in like the 50s and I was starting to question myself but it no. just it's really, really? Yeah, he's he's thirties, forties, fifties. He's he's not even graded as a top cornerback, and he has been playing injured. But last year he had a poor grade as well. If if I remember going through the grades correctly, it's just so bizarre to me. But then I don't know these teams and the way they scheme. Even the smartest people watching have no idea what individual players are doing on every play, or at least what their intent should be. So I don't know. I always lean towards team grades and team performance rather than player grades. And there it is right there. The team performs better when this guy's on the field. And without, I I agree that I think we're in a great spot with the Eagles. Our fifth and final pick is a consensus pick, which does not upset me because all four of us are on the side. It just means that the Broncos bubbled. Woohoo! You did that. But five consensus picks, and we round it off with... My favorite quarterback in the league right now. We got Matt Barkley in the Bears, plus the six and a half at home against Goat and the Packers. Mo had this the lowest. Uh, He had this in his lower tier. All of us had it in the upper half. Both Donnie and I have it in our top five. So I'll turn to you, Brett even though you don't really have them quite low. How are we feeling about fading goat in Soldier Field? Well, it's gimpy goat. I mean, Rogers is just limping around the field now, right? They're not going to – I just – I don't like this spot for them on the road here. It's What's the weather supposed to be like? It's supposed to be cold, right? Oh, yeah. That calf Rogers is supposed to be like zero around. degrees. That calf yeah, is going to be so nice. I don't like Rogers in this cold of weather if he's hurting. Calf is going to be nice so, yeah, and tight. I, I, 
Yeah, I like the maybe. Bears maybe Rodgers will have that that little fort that he has on the sidelines. Maybe it'll be mobile that that baby <laughs> can carry it around on the field. Well, who has who has a, a tent set up on the side of the field? Stop. What is that crap? Every it's team have a bonfire in there. Every team has that. You know why he had it? Because they Stop. had they had him to... and Cam Newton should go hang out together. Oh those two babies. God. You you want so you wanted Aaron Rodgers to just drop trowel on the sidelines so they could put a a wrap over his over his hamstring. That's why he did that. You just wanted you just wanted Aaron Rodgers to just show his dick to the world. <laughs> he went to the tent so he could pull his pants down and they could put treatment on his hamstring. What else is he supposed to do? I mean, leave the field, go to the locker room, <laughs> so they have to play Tolzien. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. This 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 is a great spot. Great spot. Yeah. Not as good as the Broncos, though. Not as good as the Broncos. No, this is way better than the Broncos. Don't even give me that crap. No. This is way but This is all the Bears have to play for, beating their arch rival. This is amazing. They're going to – they're probably going to win outright. Because the Broncos <laughs> don't want to beat the Patriots. Man, the Broncos are going <laughs> to throttle the Patriots. Throttle <sighs> the Patriots. I love it. I can't wait. Absolute throttle show uh brady's deep ball is gonna look so good in mile high <laughs> yeah there it is <laughs> it's gonna be great he's gonna have to throw it a mile high to get it down the <laughs> field he's gonna he's gonna throw it a mile high to michael floyd stop it uh there was really no other games that were even close to our card niners vikings jags were somewhere in the area I kind of believe this is the week for the Jags. <laughs> I love the Jags yeah, this Brett, week. Brett and I well, both. I, I can't do it. Can't do it, guys. Brett and I both. I said that last week. I said that whoever the Jags and Browns are playing, I'm just sticking at the bottom, and I did that with the Bills, as we all did. We all took the Bills. Bills consensus pick, uh, which is incredible. No uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, was, I swore off the Jags, and here I am, back on the Jaguars train. <laughs> Well, look at the injuries on this Texas defense right now. Merciless, Joseph, and then the, on the offense, Fedorowicz. All these guys didn't practice on Thursday. Merciless with a back injury. His outlook doesn't look, look good. And, yeah, the Texans are I, – I think Bortles is just going to pick them apart. I mean, Houston minus six against a pro team. Clowney's going to break Bortles in Yeah, there's certainly room. Get out of here. <laughs> that could happen. That might be a good thing, though. Who is their backup? Chad Henney? Is he still the backup? Whoever their backup is, he has to be better than Bortles. And I think it's it was Chad Henney last year. I'm going to give myself a drum roll as I find this. Nope, didn't find it in time. We'll, we'll, it is Chad Henney. Emergency, game. emergency quarterback, something Brandon Allen. He's probably better than Bortles, too. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> that dude where, were you guys, where were you guys on Chiefs and Titans? We all had the Chiefs. Chiefs consensus pick, but in the lower tier. I was back, on for, back and forth on this game like seven times, so I just put it my, as my last pick. I wanted to love the Chiefs. Every bone in my body wanted to love the Chiefs, but dead number, man. If it was like three and a half, I'd be all over them, but just this weird dead zone... Vegas is plopping it in a dead zone, and then they're just going to move it wherever the money moves. That always worries me a little bit. I feel like the Chiefs are going to roll here. I, that's why I, I, I want to believe that the Chiefs just destroy Tennessee. I, I don't understand how Tennessee is ranked so highly in, in offense DVOA, especially past offense DVOA. Like, are they just hyper efficient? Go. Ah, stop. Meh, Ryota. 
Matt Riotta. He's not even. That, I mean, he's good, but he's not that good. He's all right. All right, the card. All consensus picks. Chargers, Cardinals, Bengals, Eagles, Bears. Three of them home dogs. Love to see that. One home favorite short of a field goal. The other uh, three consensus picks we touched on briefly, Bills and Chiefs. We also like the Jets plus the two and a half on Saturday, but none of us want to put real American dollars on Bryce Petty. We've learned yeah. our lesson with those situations. Which Don't is fair. Don't the Jets to win games. Right. Rich, we have we have to give out two t-shirts. All right. I forgot to tell you before the show, though. Give them out. All right. So we did the we tweeted something out, uh, I believe, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I forget um, to, if you retweeted it and followed us, we would draw randomly for the remainder of the season once a week. So we're making up for last week. Uh, you guys didn't do it last week, right? Nope. Exactly. Because I wasn't there to you were keep sleeping. you guys in check. You were sleeping. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you guys were too busy putting the frigging Rams on the cars, what you were doing. Okay. That's right. Um, so we're giving out two this week. One is going to at Talk Soccer. Oh, you didn't tell me you were going to do the drum roll. Right. Uh, I, I just tried to sneak it in there. Top, oh, okay, at okay. Top Soccer, T-O-P Soccer? No, Talk, T-A-L-K. Oh. Talk Soccer, who, uh, who's been a friend of the podcast for quite some time. And when I drew his name, I was like, oh, this is great. I can give it to this guy. You know. Yes, we have a little bit of favorites out there. Sorry, guys. Um, and then the other one, you going to give me a drum roll for this one? If you're lucky. Go. A handicap jank? <laughs> what is the what I don't know what that, that Twitter name is, but yeah. At handicap jank and at talk soccer, congrats. You will be getting a message from us on Twitter for your size, mail address, that sort of crap. And we will get a gridiron gamble t shirt out to you. Wait, is that the jank that was leading the super contest? I believe it was. Oh the, wow. The, Wait. Uh let me see where this person is now. Huh. Brett, did you get your shirt? I did. Yes, he's they're, they're great. Tied for third in the super contest, Mr. Jank Nation. Wait, this is the guy who has two entries. He's a legend. What's uh there should be Jank Nation's in all caps, right? Correct. And then there should be a Mark Davis in all caps. Uh same score. Also tied for third. Yes, th- that's the same person. So he has two entries tied for third. Yeah, he was leading three weeks ago. Oh Could you imagine you, you win first and second in the Super Contest? You just collect all the money? So does this guy just listen to our picks and make fun of us for how wrong we are? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm going to fade all of these idiot picks, and I'm going to win the Super Contest. Well, good luck, Mark Davis slash Jank Nation. Take it down, kid. I'm going to follow this guy. Yeah. We and, when, and when you collect the check, wear the T-shirt. Please. Yeah, please, in that big photo. Make sure it's apparent. Uh, we'd love to have Mr. Davis on the podcast for a, a bit. Maybe give out. You think s- his name is Mr. Davis? You think his name is actually Mark Davis? Why not? He, does he own the Raiders or what? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> All right, that's it. That's the pod. That's week fifteen. Follow these guys at Donnie underscore Peters and at Brett Colson C O L S O N. Also give some love to at Mo Nuara N U W A R A H. My man sprinted to the pod despite coming. Recently off rehab for another ACL tear. No joke there. Uh, Mo running on broken knees. Uh, and I'm at Rich T. Ryan. Best of luck in your betting ventures this weekend. Absolutely need 5-0. Peace out. <laughs>